Eight minutes past the hour at Faith Radio. If you're tuning in on one of our new signals, we want to say welcome. Maybe you're listening in Hartford on Faith 1290, perhaps in the Twin Cities on 90.7 FM. In Madison, we're now on FM on 104.7. And in Waterloo, 93.1. You can also, of course, get us on the app, the Faith Radio app. You can stream uh, online through your uh, Through your device, whatever device you might have, we'd love to have you join us. We have a welcome gift filled with all kinds of great information about Faith Radio and some encouraging content for you. All you have to do is go to MyFaithRadio.com to request your welcome gift today. Well, if you own your own business and you live in the Twin Cities area, there's a special conference coming up tomorrow you might want to attend. It's called the Best Practices Conference. Our friend Bill English from BibleAndBusiness.com is the organizer and one of the keynote speakers. He's also uh, coughing right now, so I'll give you... I'm back. I'm back. Need some water? All right. Well, good morning, Bill. Well, good morning. How are you? Good. I hope you keep your voice for your presentation tomorrow. Yeah, I do too, Uh, actually. Take a couple of big bottles of water up there by the podium. (laughs) Uh, So I know you're going to be talking about ways that a business or even a ministry can get funding. And I know you often, and you've talked about this before, uh, you've talked about the life cycle of a business, uh, explain what the different uh, stages of the life cycle are, and why money is really needed uh, at all of those those stages. Yeah, you know, uh, there's different types of life cycles out there, but the, the basic one that I kind of work with is you have basically five uh, stages to a business. You have the seed stage, where it's just right at the beginning, we're starting it up. Uh, I'll really turn it into four stages. You have the startup uh, phase, the growth stage, the maturity stage, and then the decline stage if you don't keep reinventing yourself and keep innovating and and keep going. So really four different uh, stages there. And each stage needs to be funded, but the funding sources for each stage are usually different. And this is where a lot of small business owners just get lost uh, real quick. They always think that, well, if I... If I can't get money from a bank and I can't get it from my rich Uncle Harry, then uh, I'm out of luck. And that's not true. There's actually a lot of funding sources for each of those stages. I actually called Uncle Harry earlier. He doesn't have any cash right now, so unfortunately. I didn't even know he was up. <laughs> I thought he was still sleeping. Oh. Okay, so most businesses think, and I'm, I'm guessing even some churches that are you know trying to grow, think uh, that there's basically two ways to, to get money to fund themselves. You mentioned sure. bank loans. What's the other? Uh, well, donations. Right. Uh, sometimes uh, I have one ministry that calls them investors, but they're really not investors in the traditional sense of the word. So if a church needs to find money, uh, there's really only two ways, or at least the common ways are either through donations or through bank loans. So when you hear the big uh, Stewardship Sunday push and they're saying we want to build this new uh, $10 million building, mm-hmm. uh, it's up to you, baby, uh, or or yeah. or a big mortgage and a big, big loan. And yeah. uh, a lot of Christians, including myself, don't like it when our churches overextend themselves. Well, and a lot of churches don't like it when the people only give an average of 2 or 3% a year, too. So, well said. Okay, yeah, okay. that's what the statistics show. It is, uh, and, it is. which is and, tragic. And really. the fact is that most Christians live listening to my voice right now only give about two percent of their income uh, to the church. So if, if you want it, if you want the church to start to stop talking about giving, which the church shouldn't do anyways, uh, then you need to start giving your full tithe. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, and then uh, you'll find that the ministry is well funded. 
Very well said. And yeah, we've talked about this before. Unfortunately, evangelical Christians are not uh, tithing fully. No, and, we're not. We're not givers. Yeah. And that's why we need to, um, you know, continue to really, I think, examine our hearts and say, what is our priority in life and what does what is God calling us to? Um, okay. So for the business owner, yeah. uh, you've got the bank loans and right. then you've got investors or people, you know, investing or buying stock in your company if you're publicly held? Um, what if you're privately held? And what are some other ways that businesses can, can sure. get money? Sure. So let's let's just grab those four categories real quick, those four stages. In the startup phase, you're probably going to be giving money to the business. You're going to talk to family and friends and other people. Uncle Harry. Uncle Harry, right, after yeah. he gets up. Yeah. And then you're also going to talk to uh, people like, for instance, research grants might be available if it's a certain type of business. You're going to to also talk to who we call angel investors. Now, these angel investors are people who are accustomed to investing in startups that are not revenue generating. Uh, and uh, they'll invest in 10 of them, and they're going to hope that one of them actually makes a lot of money. Uh, but they are very particular about who they invest in because they're not just investing in the idea, they're investing in the people who are behind the idea. And that's why uh, I'm, I'm working with a startup now that's looking for 150,000, 250,000 uh, to really get a prototype built of a, a particular machine that that uh, that the group wants to get out to market. Um, those those investors will be investing as much in the people on the board and the people in the company as they will be in the idea, because the idea can be great, but if the people can't execute and don't have good startup experience and that kind of thing, it's not going to work. How does that differ from a hedge fund? Because you hear a lot about hedge funds, and the, the you know are yeah. those are those basically a lot of angel investors coming together? No, no those are, those would be more. Um, they're they're not really venture capitalists, but they would be hedge funds would be going in and, and investing in publicly traded uh, corporations or privately. Uh, held corporations that are already revenue generating. Okay, so they're not startups. No, they're yeah. not startups, and right. they are. And those hedge funds guys, I would suspect, are looking to dump a lot of money in at, right at the beginning of a growth spurt and pull their money out at the end of the growth spurt and make a lot of money in a very short period of time. Mm, interesting. Our guest is Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. The big best practices conference is coming up tomorrow in the Twin Cities. The content also will be available online. And what's the website, Bill? Uh, bestpracticesconference.com. All right. Bestpracticesconference.com. We'll have uh, more with Bill coming up here on Faith Radio. Welcome back. 16 past the hour at Faith Radio. Bill Meyer with Bill English from Bibleandbusiness.com. Bill is uh, organizing a big business conference in the Twin Cities area tomorrow. It's the Best Practices Conference. If you are one of our listeners on... What are you doing? I'm sorry about that. I'm making noise. Uh, One of our... If you listen, can't take me anywhere. No, you can't. If you listen on Faith 900 or Faith 90.7 in the Twin Cities, we want to encourage you to uh, check this out. Uh, it's being sponsored uh, by a local chamber of commerce and a local community college, several organizations. And, and the Platinum Group. And, and we should note that people can come online. We're going to broadcast this live. 
uh, over WebEx. So you can be in Hartford, you can be in International Falls or Fargo or wherever and attend this conference just fine. Very cool. Uh, best uh, Businesses Practice? No, bestpracticesconference.com. Thank you. Best You're welcome. Practices conference. I love you, man. Uh, no problem. i got to get my website straight. Okay, so we're talking about how ways uh, a business can fund itself. Yeah. Traditionally, we think of bank loans. We yeah. think of investors. We were talking before about angel investors, right. those folks that maybe will invest in 10 different companies because they right. know one of them is going to hit big, and then really they believe more in the people behind the business and think they're going to be successful. What are some other ways that a business can fund itself during these different uh, life cycles? Well, during a, if, if you need to fund, if you're already revenue generating and you're already profitable and you're headed for a growth spurt, perhaps you've come up with a new innovation and you need you know uh, $6 million to build a whole manufacturing line. To make the new widget. To make the new widget. Yeah. And the new widget is projected to make, say, you know, 70 or $80 million, something like that. Well, that's where venture capital is going to come in. They're going to look at that and go, we like this. We, we believe in the team. We believe in the business. You have a solid history of profitability, and we uh, are going to buy into your growth spurt. And so they're going to want to buy in at the beginning of the growth spurt and then sell uh, sell back out at the end of it to get their money back out. Okay, so if it's not a publicly held company, if we're not talking about stock here, if this is a right. private this company. This is all privately held. How, how does that work, though? Because with stock, obviously your stock appreciates in value. Right. You buy low, you sell high. What right. do you do when it's it's a privately held company? How do these investors work the deal where they get a certain amount of cash back for their investment? Well, there, there's there's formulas and there's ways to track that on the P&L on the balance sheet. And you just don't use big business terms because I don't understand them. <laughs> okay, profit and loss are the okay. income statement and the balance sheet. But there's ways to track this where you can quarantine where that income is coming in for that, or they just invest in the whole company, and they say, you know, uh, let, let's say that you're making X today and you're going to make X plus Y in three years. Uh, we want a percentage of that Y, uh, and okay. in, in, in exchange for that, we're going to give you. X amount of money now. How how often does that happen? I mean, we we obviously hear about the these big investors and you know these venture capitalists, these hedge funds investing in publicly held companies. Is is the privately held uh, industry also bankrolled in a big way by this? You know, it is right now. There's. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, stats on this, but I've been told that the Minneapolis-St. Paul area is one of the hottest areas for private venture capital. There's a lot of money in this town, Hmm. and there's a lot of money right now looking for a home. Because there's no no real place to make money. Well, yeah, you're not you're not going to make it anywhere but the stock market. Well, and even there, uh, let's see what happens in the next six. Well, months. and that's and that's why yeah. I continue to believe the stock market's a bubble because mm-hmm. there where else are you going to go to make money? So these folks are looking for solid businesses with real real growth potentials uh, to invest in. Okay, so other potential sources of income for your business. Yeah, I'm going to talk about companies that might be uh, on a downturn, companies that are in decline. Uh, A couple of areas there that you might want to look at. Number one is asset-based lenders. Asset-based lenders uh, do not uh, have the same underwriting requirements as banks do, but they're going to come in and they're going to look at your assets, your plant, your facilities, your receivables, maybe even your purchase orders. Uh, that are coming in from customers, and they will loan you money 
based on the what we call the borrowing base that that you have developed in your assets. Kind of and, sounds like a second mortgage, or, or a, yeah. you know, in, a, in yeah. a way, you're basically saying if you don't pay back, we get your company, yeah. we get your plant, we get exactly. your property. Exactly, and you and uh, a lot of times they'll ask for personal guarantee. Of course, the banks will too. The banks will ask for personal guarantees as well. And so your asset-based lenders are going to come in and look at your assets, and then based on the assets that they think they could sell if you default, then they will give you a, a certain percentage, usually 70 80% on those assets. That's a little scary, though, to take that kind of a risk. Well, it is, but it's also more of a risk for the ABL lender because they are charging you more. They're not going to charge you 3 or 4%. They're going to be in the ten, twelve percent range. Wow! Yeah, wow. this is asset-based lending is is uh, is rather expensive, and then even worse than that, from a percentage standpoint, is factoring, where uh, you can go you can go to the bank or you can go to uh, factoring companies, and again, their underwriting standards are much lower than the bank's underwriting standards, and uh, you take your receivables. And they, let's say you have a half million dollars in receivables, they're going to turn around right away and give you a check, say, for 400000 80% of it or 75% of those that are 30 days and less or maybe 45 days and less. And then they're going to say, okay, here's the money. Now all of your customers have to send us their checks. Oh, no. For the next two years. And we're going to keep a percentage of that, usually – Anywhere between 10 and 15% of every check that comes in is going to go to that factoring. It's very expensive money. Man. Very expensive money. Sounds like payday lending for... <laughs> well, yeah, for criminals, right? But why? But, just... you know, but for some businesses who are in such deep decline and they're almost into bankruptcy, factoring is the only way for them to stay alive. Mm. Very interesting. Well, we pray that if your business uh, is in trouble, that will not be something that you will have to deal with. And we talked, uh, I think, last week about ways to know if your business is in trouble and then how to uh, right. make some changes. Uh, and then you have some of this information on your website as well. Yeah, we do at BibleandBusiness.com. We have a number of uh, different articles on elements like this. And so you just look around and see. But look, I've, I owned a business that went in decline, and I know what it's like to turn around a business, and I understand the frustrations that are there. So if you're a business owner and your business is in decline, just give me a call. Let's talk. If nothing mm-hmm. else, I'll encourage you and maybe pray with you uh, to help you uh, look, look, look past the immediate to see the long-term good mm-hmm. that's going to come out of this. And I'm, I'm guessing the same thing applies to churches, ministries. Uh, they're, yeah. they're in a bad situation. Uh, you guys can help them as well. So. Yeah, yeah, we really can. All right. Tomorrow is the, the Best Practices Conference. It's in the Twin Cities. Um, you can learn more at that website. Bestpracticesconference.com. All right. Bill English and two other speakers will be presenting. Yes. Um, great way for your business to learn how to grow and thrive uh, in this economy. And regardless of what comes uh, after the presidential election, you want to be prepared. So. Yeah, you know, we're still going to have businesses on November 10th. That we will. <laughs> We're still going to be transacting. That's right. So. All right. If the big meteor doesn't hit. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. 24 past the hour. This is Faith Radio. <laughs>